Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by Vista Property Reports. Check it out. They use smartphone data to do location analysis. It is really awesome. And they can get a discount and actually some free reports at vistapropertyreport.com slash CRE show. Well, today we're going to talk about opportunity zones. And I know as, as a listener to this show, you know what opportunity zones are. But what is going on with opportunity zones now, the timetables? So we're going to talk about just a kind of very quick recap of the advantages of real estate investment and startup companies in opportunity zones. We're going to talk about kind of the three buckets of opportunities very quickly. And then we're going to talk about some examples and timeframes and changes uh, because this is still a wonderful program. There's still time uh, to use it, and there has been some updates. Please welcome my guest. It's Tara Sherbert. She's CEO of the Sherbert Group, and uh, she's joining us. Tara, good to see you again. Good morning, Michael. Good to see, talk with you. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, briefly, you know, opportunity zones. You can some, have some real advantages as a startup company, and you can have some real advantages uh, investing in real estate. Uh, first of all, to on, on startup companies, um, how can they benefit from locating in a opportunity zone, and, and what are the benefits? Sure. Yeah. So as you mentioned, there are three major buckets of benefit that would really apply to real estate or startup businesses. Um, the first bucket is if you have a capital gain and you invest that capital gain into a qualified opportunity fund, which invests into a qualifying business, then you can defer the recognition of that capital gain until 12-31-2026. So that's pretty important. Um, if you make your new investment by 12-31-2021, um, then you can permanently permanently exclude 10% of that cap, original capital gain. But the third bucket, which is the most important bucket, and we call it the appreciation bucket, to the extent that you hold that new investment for 10 years or more, then at the time of sale of your investment or that underlying piece of real estate or business, you can receive um, tax-free appreciation on the entire investment. So even if you invest $200 into investment and that $200 is worth $2 million after 10 years, that comes to you as tax free. And I like that return you're, you're giving me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is the huge benefit here that, that is so exciting to me. And to qualify as a uh, real estate investment, it obviously has to be an opportunity zone area. We'll have a link in the show notes to a map that'll show you those, those locations. And you might be surprised some of those locations are, are pretty strong and great investments. But also it has to be the property has to qualify. The investment has to qualify as well, right, Taryn? That's correct. That's correct. The, the intent of the program is to um, get employees and services and um, real estate into qualified opportunity zones and for those investments and employees to, to really stay within that zone and, and help that, that zone increase its economic impact overall. So you can't just qualify by buying an existing income property. It needs to be a property that's being developed or has a major renovation, right? That's correct. Yep. Substantial improvement to that property. 
Yeah. And um, so if you're going to buy into a property, maybe it's a, a change in use, adaptive reuse or renovation, and it's in an opportunity zone, so it's qualified. Um, you can't just buy it individually. Like Michael Bull just can't go buy that property in my name and, and have it qualify, right? Um, yes, you, you need to make the investments through a qualified opportunity fund, which is a partnership or corporation. Um, the quali if a partnership, then it has to have more than one member. So single member LLCs do not work as a qualified opportunity fund. Um, individuals can create their own qualified opportunity funds. Uh, when they do that, they just need to be very cognizant that there's a lot of requirements, both of that fund and that fund's investment into the qualifying business, along with uh, monitoring, monitoring and reporting of meeting those requirements at, at both levels. Yeah. And then it seemed like there was a lot of interest in opportunity zones, and it seemed like some of that excitement uh, waned a, a little bit. You know, ha, ha, has this program been successful? Is it being utilized? It, it is, and it, it was very active. It needed to be very active because we have a relatively short time frame on it, which, um, you know, somewhat losing the last six months into a black hole makes that, that timeline um, appear even tighter uh, coming out of it. Um, so I think, I think both from a capital gain standpoint, um, some COVID relief provisions did help where uh, still 1231-2019 capital gains still have the opportunity to be invested into qualified opportunity funds by the end of this year, whereby uh, the typical deadline was 180 days uh, post 1231-2019. So, so that is going to be very helpful. But also just looking at the type of businesses um, in real estate that, that will be invested in is, is just different today than, than what it was. And, and I think there, there's both, um, there's opportunity there that, that certainly was not there pre-COVID. Yeah. And it's interesting. It seems the, the clients I talk to and the industry professionals I interview on the show, when they talk about uh, developments uh, underway in most markets, um, those, those developments are moving strong. It seems like the, the indication from everyone in the economy as well, by the time this finishes and opens up, um, hopefully we'll be post-COVID, <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, if, if you timed it where your construction um, started at the beginning of, of pre-COVID, you're, you're probably in pretty good shape. Probably getting the benefit of some some good construction materials right now, <laughs> and then opening up uh, with a hopeful boom. Right, and then like with any uh, investment in any type of, of fund or as a limited partner uh, in any, with any general partner, the sponsor is important and the actual uh, project's important. Um, you know, you just don't obviously just don't want to look at the tax advantages and ignore. Um, the project um, and its opportunity to, to make money and also the sponsor and how well they're going to take care of it. So, you know, what advice would you give to investors who are maybe looking at, you know, multiple opportunities, uh, zone funds to invest in? Great question. So I like to call these investments very intimate investments and, and that's because of a couple of things. One, they're long-term. You're, you're in this 
investment for the long haul because that third bucket is associated with a 10-year hold requirement. Um, so you definitely want to know your fund. And a lot of the investors we work with that, that have come into our closed funds and our, and our closed businesses, they are um, uh, very knowledgeable on the real estate and the markets that, that those funds are investing in um, and, and very comfortable with that because they, they want to see as much appreciation as, as possible. The, the other big consideration we're working through a lot with this is, is the final regulations um, that came in, out in December of 2019 allows for a lot of flexibility um, on redeployment of investments. Uh, so for example, if, if an investor invests into a qualified opportunity fund and that fund made an investment into a qualifying business um, and, and maybe that qualifying business could not move forward because of, of COVID. One, that, that business has the opportunity to redeploy back to the fund as long as the fund redeploys into another qualifying investment. Or if it makes sense, you know, maybe four years from now and that qualifying business is just really expanded and, and increased its value and, and you want to monetize that then those dollars can come back to the fund if the fund then redeploys within 12 months into another qualifying business. So the, the investors within a qualified opportunity fund are very important because they're in it with the long run with you along with the, the, um, the fund manager and understanding their expectations and their goals for the 10-year for the horizon. Right. And the timeframes now uh, at this point to uh, invest in an opportunity zone fund and, and property, um, what, what, what are the guidelines now to have, I've had to sold my asset that I'm more or less exchanging into this uh, prior to the end of 2019? Um, so th there's a couple different um, critical dates. For the, for the buckets, in order to take advantage of the 10% permanent reduction, um, which is bucket number two, um, you will have to have made and sold your asset, create a capital gain, and make um, your capital gain investment into the Qualified Opportunity Fund by 12-31-2021. So that, that will be right on us be, before we know it. Um, you know, 12 31 2026 is that date that we need to recognize that original per, uh, capital gain, which has hopefully been uh, eligible for the 10% reduction. So as, as we move forward through this program, the net present value of that capital gain deferral um, becomes smaller and smaller. 1231 2028 um, is, the, is the last date that qualified investments can be made under the, the current program. And then 1231 2047 is where the sale of the qualifying investment needs to be made um, or occur in order to be eligible um, for the uh, tax free sale. All right. So that'd be a good year for me as a broker if I'm around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's real interesting. So can someone, uh, an investor that sells a property um, in 2020, um, 
if they don't want to do a 1031 exchange, um, can they go into an opportunity fund right now and still get advantage of the kind of the third bucket, that 10 year where your appreciation is all tax free? Do that this year, do this now, still time? They, they certainly can. Um, so there's, even if you had, because of the COVID relief provisions, if you had a K-1 capital gain from 2019, you can still invest it through 1231 of 2020. If you sell a property um, this year, you can still invest it into a qualified opportunity fund. Or if you are a K-1 investor that receives a capital gain, then you have 180 days after 1231, 2020 to invest the capital gain. Okay, excellent. And, and you guys have a lot of successful companies with uh, you know, development and construction and, and accounting. So it, it's kind of a unique position to, to, to be on the show and tell us about all of this. Plus, some, give us an example of something of a project that's underway or a project that, that investors could invest in is, is sort of an example. Sure. So um, we've got several um, funds and investments that that have closed and are underway. Um, we have hotels that um, will place in service by the end of this year. That fund is closed out. We have entertainment facilities. Um, which we're seeing a lot of, in, in part because of uh, your help, Michael, but those are outdoor entertainment facilities, which I, I think will, will be a, a, should be a strong focus going forward just, just with um, the change in our, our times. Um, we have commercial properties with um, food halls and apartments in them that are currently still open for investment. Um, apartment complexes, we even have parking decks um, that are uh, under pre-development right now that, that um, will go into construction in the next six months. So it's a wide variety of assets for sure. Yeah. And what, uh, what's the best uh, website for them to get more, for listeners to get more information on um, potentially investing in those and just getting more information on opportunity zones? Um, well, I'd like to say www.sherbertgroup.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of good technical information on the cdfund.gov website also. Um, also, most um, states have very good websites coming from their departments of where the eligible uh, census tracts are, and then any uh, corresponding state programs that, that the state is, is providing to supplement the federal programs. Awesome. Well, Tara, thanks for being on the show. And what would you leave our audience with to think about moving forward uh, related to the uh, Opportunity Zones? Um, I, I think the biggest, the, the thing that we spend most of our time on is, um, again, discussing that these are very intimate long-term investments and really uh, working with professionals to, to not only work through the, the underwriting of those investments, but, but the pretty sophisticated um, tax assessment that has to occur both at the fund level and the qualifying business level and they're two completely different tax assessments to, to make the most of your 
capital gain investment. Right. So be careful, you know, when you invest in these funds. Uh, I've heard some people say uh, spray and pray, you know, that's a little bit everywhere. But a lot of these funds are going to have uh, uh, minimums. And again, it's all about the, the sponsor and the actual uh, project because you want to make sure you do have uh, 10 years of appreciation, right? Well, Tara, thank you for joining us. Great information. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Michael. All right. Well, thank you for listening around the world and around the country. Let us know what you think. Uh, have you invested in Opportunity Zone? Would you like to? Do you have further questions? Feel free to reach out to me uh, personally through the show website, CREshow.com, or any of our social media sites. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Vista Property Report slash CRE Show. Incredible analysis using smartphone technology. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.